All right, guys, welcome back to the Garage 11 podcast. My name's Kane from Garage 11, and I'm here with Marshall from Vision Concepts. We're here to bring you a little bit of a different vibe um, this this episode. Generally, we have young Gozo with us, but he's MIA for this episode. So we're going to have what we dubbed the Garage 11 Unplugged session. It's a little bit unscripted. There hasn't been a lot of racing going on in the moto world over the last week or so. So we're just going to... I don't know, just talk a little bit about the restos, stuff. Talk a bit of moto smack. Yeah, a little bit of moto smack, have a chat about um, maybe some of the tracks, did a bit of riding on the weekend, which we always do. So, you know, we can sort of jump into that and sort of just take it, I don't know, see how it goes, take it as it comes. See what happens. See what just happens. go from there. So, yeah, here we go. It'll be pretty good. So, riding, let's start there. That's always a good place to start because well, that is, you're at Ride Park well, and before Park. Before that, I was, I was away. That's right, you're up. So our little potty got put off for two weeks because I was gallivanting around the country, seeing family and taking dirt bikes places and all that kind of shit. You went up the Queensland coast, up that way, whatever. Sydney. Sydney. You went to Sydney. Um, Yeah, well, I ended up there. I started off, cruised up through Nowra, stayed there, rode Nowra, what the fuck do they call it? Moto, Motoplex or something? Nara Motoplex. Nara that place is big, Motoplex? big man. Like, I don't know. When we went there last year, or whenever, or the beginning of this year, or whenever it was, what? I don't know. That place is like, I don't know. We've got it pretty good here. Like, some of our tracks are pretty big, but there you sort of go there and you're like, holy hell, I've got to hit this triple regardless. And I'm, to take the slow line, I've got to cut over the fast <laughs> line. But it's changed now, though. Have they? The track's different. Yeah, oh, really? It's a different layout. Um, it's still similar to what you, when you would have rode it. Yeah. But he's changed... Uh, there's a couple of sections that come back onto the rollers is different. Um, there's like a little double thing and then over a short table into another table. It was actually... I actually had... A, ball there i did nearly if the the little kid that i nearly killed is listening um i'm sorry again i know i already apologized to you but did man, you have a did you have a first time rider moment dude it was so fucking dumb so th- there's a couple of turns if you're on the outside looking in they look the same so i've like pulled onto the track because so i was just like i did it was like early in the morning ish so i pulled onto the track after i just pulled off and had a bit of a break for a second Pulled on, come around the corner, and I just saw this kid on a husky fucking 60, uh, 85. Zinging along. Coming directly at me. And I was like, oh, fuck. Pulled off the track, freaked out, and thought, fuck, I'm that guy. You nearly killed, actually, you nearly killed the next Australian prodigy. Dude, and then, so I sort of hung around on the track and tried to see if he came around again. And he just completely disappeared. And I've gone, fuck, I've traumatized this kid for life. <laughs> So I'm going through the pits, trying to find him, roll up to him. Uh, I had my helmet on, took my goggles off and shit. I swear this poor little fucking kid was trembling in his boots. And I was, I, I apologized and said, I'm fucking sorry, you know, blah, blah, blah. You've just, that was probably that definitive moment where he now no longer has the confidence to do anything but on a motorcycle. But also the kid probably was <laughs> like, this fucking grown man with tattoos is coming over. He's probably going to kill me. Yeah. I'm, was when, I going the wrong when way? Really? I was just trying to apologize. So I said sorry to him. Then his old man came over because I think he went to his dad first and fucking was like, oh, this cunt nearly killed me. The him. old man's ready to kill. <laughs> yeah. And then, 
So I apologised to his old man as well. And then, man, I honestly could not stop thinking about it. <laughs> I, was like, <laughs> I was like, I am... I'm literally that that guy. You've just about I'm killed. I'm the guy that we complain about at the tracks being, look at this dickhead. Filthy Phil. Yeah. Oh, fuck. <laughs> so, anyway. Yeah, Nara was sick. Because it has a cool, like, when we went there, because honestly, my skill set and your skill set are two very different. Like, I'm not much of a jumper. I, yeah. I don't mind turning corners and that sort of stuff, but jumping is definitely not my strong point. Yeah. Um, so Nara was one of those places I, I I was choosing not to ride, but then we found that like little sand this track. little secret sand track out the back, which is unreal. That was like for for the average person, average, it was a yeah. lot of fun, like some rollers and it through the trees and stuff. So well, I I spoke to the uh, I don't know if he's the owner or what he is, but I spoke to the dude that runs it, and yeah, he spent all the time prepping the main track, which you could actually tell this time it was fucking sick because he took some very selective photos last time we were there yeah the, very the selective was, photos the track was unreal um, but he said that the back track that you like we were riding before he goes I haven't done anything with that goes, that doesn't really need it's he, they prep it though they proper they? prep it yeah yeah, yeah right they proper prep it but he just ha- didn't do it um, but even like yeah he prepped the supercross track he prepped the main track were guys on the supi track Dude, there was a kid on a 125 fucking seat bounce and triples. I was just like, nah, nah. that's fucking wild. Um, I'm surprised he's allowed to have that supercross track open to the public. Or do you uh, have to be nah, accredited? I think you got to be endorsed. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. the kid on the 125, he ride. was supercross material. Ride. Yeah. Because yeah. um, aren't they doing that for Ozx this year? Aren't they doing Ozx this year? Aren't they doing like a junior? They're bringing back junior supercross. Like, remember back in the day, Reedy, like, he was on an 85 doing triples at yeah. Supercross Masters, right? I don't even know that, that they're doing that. I think they're bringing back, I mean, I'll have to double check, but I think they're bringing back in the junior, like, section part on the main oh, track. Oh, where they sort of cut bits of it out? Or I do they run the full track? I think they run the full track. Fuck that. Yeah, I think they like, let them go. Imagine the hitting... These Imagine, kids like, think differently. Fourteen-year-old kid hitting whoops on a one twenty. Yeah, but your old man's probably yelled at you and abused you to get you across it. True. Like we've got, we spent all this money. You will jump. <laughs> if you don't there. come out the other side. I'm going to kill you, even yeah. though you're already dead. Dead. Yeah. Hundred yeah. yeah, yeah. percent. Ah, the healthy nature of parenting in our sport at the uh-huh. moment. Um, um, but yeah, no, now it was, that was like fast. Well, for me, the main track was a bit sketchy, but I know it was pretty. Aiden loved it. It was good. It was real good this time. Um, there was. One or two jumps that were like knuckly and big, yeah, and a bit, just shit. bit weird, but I mean, other than that, everything like you couldn't complain. It was sick. The, the day was sick, yeah. Okay. And I, fuck, I ended up staying there till like two o'clock. So you did a long session, yeah. I was usually we're like first in, yeah. like lunchtime. I got done. there at 8 30 because I stayed in Nara that night, yeah. And I was only 15 minutes from the track, so I actually didn't go to the track half asleep like I normally do, yeah. Um, got there at like 8 30. Went out and did one moto and realized I had a fucking flat front tire because them stupid Sick. tire levers of yours. Mate, that's not the tire levers. You fucking, were just. Whenever I've, I use mine. I've seen you put tires on. Yeah, it is shit, the ugliest thing I I've ever seen. Whenever I use my tire levers, fine. Like, you know, when you see something that doesn't really have a beauty, like it's not really beautiful <laughs> or ugly, you make an inanimate object look ugly. It's like, the, the situation look ugly. Job You're literally world. rolling around on your back, <laughs> fighting with. <laughs> Taking jumpers off, got an air conditioner on because I'm sweating my balls off. <laughs> this tire lever oh, is spoons, got, like, shit going break everywhere. Break a bar as a tire lever, <laughs> and then go. Oh, hang on, my rim's got a dent in it. Yeah, oh, yeah. Why? Folded it. And over. you know when you're shaking on the last one, your arms are shaking. You know you're about to lose a tooth. Oh, fuck. Um, 
But yeah, we've like <laughs> thought, oh, my tires have been down. Pumped it up. Thought, ah, might have just I had need a to slow, rebound the front slow, end of this thought thing. Thought I had a slow leak. I went out and I was like, fuck, the front of this thing's like concrete today. Come back in completely flat. I was like, yep, that's uh, ribbed Sick. straight on the edge of fucking everything. Yep, on every rock. So now it's even more 50 cent piece. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, and then, yeah, from Nara. Kembla? Did you uh, do Kembla? No, the boys all said don't go there because it's been fucked. Oh really? Yeah. So we got it on the one day it's ever had that but was apparently good. Apparently, it's it's from whatever like the boys back home were saying. Like it's they've been ripping into them, telling them that they they fucked the place because apparently it's not good. Really? Yeah. You know, remember that section where the little super crossy section, like the double double. Yeah, I love that. And then that bowl turn. Yeah. He's completely flattened that bowl turn. It's gone. Why? That's part of the that that's, section. That's been there as long as I'd ever been riding there. It's gone now. They they've made it a flat turn. That's the most jarring thing. <laughs> Boydy, I love you to bits, but that was the most jarring thing that Boydy did with Park 4 recently was just, you spend, like, that's home base for us, right? Park 4 is home base. You spend, we've done hundreds of laps around there, not as many as Boydy, obviously. Mm-hmm. But you go there and all of a sudden, he's, all the berms are gone. And you're like... It's so weird to even look at, eh? It is. You're like, what, where this are looks so different. Yeah, it's like, and that... Like not change the subject, but the berm's gone. I ended up going off the track. I was like, "Oh man, I was meant to," because not being an inside <laughs> rock, I'm relying. Yeah, I'm relying on berms to yeah. turn me. Yeah, so Kembla's just a well, no, not event. I'm just judging off what the other boys said. Yeah, like okay. I don't know myself, but they said, "Well, I was going to go to Kembla." Yeah, because I thought I'll stay in Wollongong, go to Kembla, and then from there I can fuck off up to the Central Coast. But the boys were just like, "Dude, do not do it. It's not worth it." So I just pulled up early at. Um, fucking Nara stayed yeah. there the night and then just left from there the next day um, yeah and then done the hanging out with mum thing and see family because you've got family all along the top end there haven't you like yeah mum and my sister are in Foster and then dad's up in Queensland I got stepsisters in Queensland as well yeah so I stayed with mum for a bit and then boosted up to QLD and rode Gap Creek on the Friday What's um, Queensland's moto? Is it more? Because I feel like Melbourne's racing Queensland's Instagram. Does that make sense? Like from a weird sort of I like... really know. Like I've only ever ridden Gap Creek. Yeah. I haven't actually ridden any other track up there. I was meant to ride... Uh, I think I was going to go to QMP on the Saturday, but one of the boys' bikes were broken and Cashy was going out to Mossy's place because I think it was Mossy's birthday or something. Yeah. And I was like, I'm not going to fucking go ride out there by myself I don't know where I'm going no. even riding at Gap like the big track that me and Andy rode last time is on, right on the other side so it's like you got to go under the freeway which is kind of cool they've got like a tunnel really you go under the freeway and then ride over onto the other side of the track uh, other side of the uh, property and then they've got another two or three tracks over that side but it's completely unmanned that's There's dangerous. no one there. And that's... The, that's where the big boy jumps are. Like that one that I, we were hitting last time. I went out there onto that track and I did a couple of laps by myself and I was like, I'm going to go back to the other side because if I crash here, there's that's an, no one there. You know, that that thing that should be a thing of the past by now, having unmanned sections of like tracks that Gap big. Gap Creek's massive. Like the, the place is so big. And I think, I think there's only one chick working there. That's, and she was at the gate and that was it that's got to be a safety thing surely that's got to be something there I mean not that we're trying to call them out or anything but you know if someone axes themselves on a yeah. big booter down the well, back that, that table that we were hitting last time and, and whipping 
like <laughs> fucking I hit that I was like ah, it's third gear like it was last time Yeah, I came up so fucking short oh really and knuckled it thank god I have good suspension yeah I was gonna blow yourself it, up bounced to the bottom and I was like I'm yeah around. fuck that could have been wild alright let's click into fourth turn, yeah. turn oh, around oh, go back oh, and do it again yeah. Yeah. but yeah. even then like they've lifted it up so so you go high not low oh, Jesus Christ I went to the moon on it what is it with lips at the moment no that's sick I'm about it I'm not I just I'm, I'm, do I'm, it we're going to get into this when we get back to the home tracks because <laughs> I've got a bone to pick but um, but yeah no it was I yeah, did a couple of laps over there did the jumps and then went I'm not going to do anything gnarly over it. I'm just you've got to be super over. like and that's the thing like dad was growing up he's always said you know never ride on your own because yeah. like you never and you know look you, we're pretty confident we're pretty you know cautious and, and whatever when we do oh, do that sort of stuff wrong. but it can shit go wrong in yeah. milliseconds it's like fuck you have a bike failure yeah you know who and then like I don't think anybody went over to that track the entire though, to be fair there was only like you and one other five dude. people there yeah, yeah. it was a Friday yeah um, actually met a, like a nice chick from Gold Coast KTM okay she was out there um, and like gave her a couple little shit riding tips and yeah, she yeah. was super nice um, and another guy on a Kato and then two other young dudes and then later on a family rocked up when I was leaving but that's, yeah, okay. that was all that was there yeah right so yeah, I mean, even like quiet. Dan, you know, like Dan Karizik. Like, Karizik's is a big place. Obviously, not as big maybe as this place, but mm. he, he's always yeah, circulating. Circulating, like, at some degree. You know, I reckon you need two, at least two to three people to run a motocross yeah, like track. Gap, I mean, ideally, yeah, you would want someone over at that track just to keep an eye on things. Because, like, I think I'm a pretty smart rider in that respect. Like, don't do anything stupid if there's no one around. But like you said, you have a lock-up, anything I mean. like that, but it, like it can I turn to shit. sort of went, all right, cool, I've done the jumps, I've done the stuff, now yep. I can go back to the other place where it's... I actually kind of had a little bit more fun on the more tame track. Sometimes you do. I was just messing around, just yeah. doing whips and seat bounce and shit, being yeah. a dickhead. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so I didn't... Don't really do much riding while I was feel away. like the the Queensland moto scene's big. Do you know what I mean? Like our, the vintage scene's bigger than ours. There's yeah, a but lot. They've also got like MX store and shit up there as yes. well. Who put on a lot of like events? Yeah. And Battle of the Bush was on the weekend before I went yeah. up. And then I think because I, I think Darnell went to that, didn't he? Like he was yeah, I think running he was that. There. Um, and then one of the girls that I know from MX store, Mandy, she had. I went to MX store on. Friday? No, the Thursday I went. When I got up to Queensland, I stopped yeah. in an MX store and like saw her and then she had to do stuff on the weekend for MX store as well, like another a couple of events or yeah, something. Yeah. So they've always got... Social stuff event. going yeah, on and stuff happening. Yeah, social stuff going on. And then when we're at the track on Saturday, when we're talking to Mickey D's, the, they've got like a mini bike event at Area 5150 at the end of... Wait, what month are we in? Are we in August? June, oh, tomorrow I think will be in August, yeah. Yeah, so the end of September, they Area 5150's got an event on as well, which is in Queensland too. Yeah, okay. So there's always stuff, stuff going on. Going on yeah. I feel like we lack a lot of that stuff here. We're very sort of, yeah, and I, I say we're sort of not conservative is probably the wrong word because Melbourne's not renowned for being conservative, but in the moto industry, I think we're really just, I don't know, like it's it just like there's nothing when, happening. When the big ball was on and... Like, Dan probably nailed it when he said it. Like, people are so G'd up to do it, but when it comes to 
actually fucking doing it. They can't be they bothered. Don't do it. And it's like what we said, you know, like if everybody that bought and jacked the prices up of vintage bikes over COVID that said they were going to buy a vintage bike to race Viper, Viper would be the biggest vintage motocross yeah. community in the country. But no one did it. They all liked the idea of it, but the actual follow-through is really difficult. Yeah, I don't know. It's weird it's, down here. I don't I don't get it. Yeah, I mean... We have the, some the of the best tracks. Like, yeah. The scene's big down here, but the like the events, just there's not... not Nothing there's really no happening. Events. No. Yeah. You know, so I mean, like we've got some cool tracks. We've got that sort of stuff. We've got a lot of the main teams are hubbed here. Mm. Like it's, it just has a weird. I don't know. It just, for me, it seems unusual. You know, like it, I would have thought this would have been the the hub for it, mm. but it, it sort of lacks in comparison to Queensland from an event yeah, point of view. Know, it, yeah, just I don't know whether it's like there's just no organisation down here in regards for that, or people don't want to do it. Yeah, or, I don't, I don't fucking know. Yeah, but. Yeah, that was an, actually another thing I was talking to about with Mini Racer. He, I said, asked him about the mini bike event at fifty one fifty, and he said, if I go, he'll go. So yeah, go, okay. Maybe I'll go race the one ten. You gotta do something with it. Just sits in the living room <laughs> doing nothing <laughs> I, at the moment. I rode it at Ride Park on Sunday, dude. That's gonna have Cruised a around, took photos. That's gonna have a bald middle tire soon if no, you're doing any more street really. motors on that thing. <laughs> it loves it. That's what they're made for. Got a Macca's. Street motors. Put a light bar on it. <laughs> no, nah, I've got the KH now. Oh my God, father. A little panty dropper. <laughs> You're out of control. <laughs> You're out of control. We tried to start it and it died on us. I think we're going to get another spark plug for it. If you just keep starting it and stop it, you'll be forever putting plugs nah, in it. Like, no, I don't know. I pressure washed it the other day. Oh, that would have yeah, vacuum diaphragm no, no, So I pressure washed it and then realized that the fucking spark plug was loose. So I reckon I've gotten water yeah, that's, in the cylinder. Yeah. So that's great. Yeah, that's sick. <laughs> well, I didn't put the spark plug in. It was fucking. It ran, so I assumed the spark, As the spark plug plug's be, doing this yeah, every time like you're rattling out and <laughs> shit. So yeah, Andy was like, "Fuck yeah, let's ride!" And I started, and it was like, "Do do 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 Took him a bit to get used to the tables in the middle, but once he did, he was yeah. having a that's, solid peel. That's becoming a very specialised track. What, like, I that's a dangerous. Like it. It's a dangerous track for a public. Track. Oh yeah, but well, I mean, again, it's one of them things like know you know your ability. Yeah. If you can't ride the track, stay the fuck off it. And that's the thing, like, and my biggest thing is like the vet track was sort of my safe, happy place. Mm. Don't put jumps on a vet track that are the same up ramps as your main track with shorter distances to cover because you're just sending oh, people to the moon i haven't ridden it so i don't like it just has that boot like just nice like i feel like oh, no did they no they were mellower last time weren't they yeah you could just like you could normal, still go to the fucking you could go long 25 feet past the down yeah road. yeah yeah but if you land on the throttle you, you're generally going to be okay you're going to blow yeah. up yeah i remember when i jumped that last one and fucking landed in the corner yeah yeah because we had four ambos out there a couple weeks ago yeah it's just but i don't know it's one of them things again like do does everybody that rides that track have the same idea that you have or different am i the only one or are you the that's only exactly one? right that's it's, the it's, it's a maybe, hard maybe everyone else that rides it is like this is fucking dope so happy that it's done blah, yeah blah, blah blah like Oh, 100%. I mean, it's just, you know, for me, it's one of those things. Like, I don't know. I think, you know, there's always progression, right, within any sport or any activity. Mm. 
How far is this going to go, though? Like, it's getting big. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's not... Ride Park's an Instagram track. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's not a race track. It doesn't resemble any race track on any calendar anywhere, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like, it's... Well, to be like to be fair, though, there was a couple of, like, races out there. Like, Jed Beaton was out there. Yeah. Um, was he out there on uh, Sunday with the HRC thing? He was yeah. out there on Sunday. No, I don't even know if he was out there with them or whether he was just out there himself yeah or what the deal was but he was out there uh emma was out there milosevic obviously yeah um i'm not sure of the guy's first name Connolly rides for honda as well yeah. he was a fucking animal the dude that rides the uh for the tm team was out there on the four name? stroke warrell was out there warrell was out there but the dudes that like knight uh what's his name knight was out there as well and the the, the dudes that were racers um webs kyle webster was out there like they rode the track like it was a proper race race track. track. Yeah, like they were fucking dudes. Some of them, like watching dudes scrub the balls out of those things was yeah. pretty fucking gnarly. Oh, dude, out of control. And it, and it is, you know, and those those guys have a skill set. I guess it's when, like you said, you know, homie gets out there and like we had one dude blew his back out, or whatever. He did. I don't know what he did. He just he jumped the wall jump and went to satin and then landed <laughs> and <laughs> just rolled forward and just fell over oh, yeah. like blew himself but, up like, even like, so that was he, lap one andy had a moment like i saw it like that was at like the start of the morning he literally he come up short a bit sideways after throwing a fatty ooh, ooh, ooh. gave him the old shit whip but he didn't he rode out of it and then i did it as well yeah and i was like oh it's probably time to pack it up i'm not really feeling and i like i'm a pretty confident jumper yeah but even that day i was just like yeah i'm probably not gonna i feel like the jumps like there's nothing wrong with the jumps i feel like the the track now just has that the element of getting away with it is a lot less than what it probably ever has oh, been yeah if you come unstuck you fucking yeah. coming unstuck hard yeah. like even Dino Mosig, he had a fuck me dead. <laughs> he hit the first one. He was like, oh, the first table is the one that I can whip real good, blah, blah, blah. And I don't know what he did, whether he Click clicked fifth. the wrong gear or whether he just grabbed a fuckload of <laughs> throttle. But he landed completely flat off the back of the bike. Blowing up his new ankles. And he was like, I'm, he was in. And then nearly sent it off the side of the next <laughs> one. Comes over and goes pretty sure i just broke my back <laughs> um but like confident riders yeah you know even mitch like warrell said you know these jokes these jumps are no joke and no they're not, they're not but again it comes down to you've got to know your ability you know your ability you and have if to. you're going to push it and fucking run the risk there's you know you risk like the saying goes you risk it for the biscuit sometimes you don't get the biscuit and, and you get shit whipped and that's the thing like I'm not a competent jumper so I ain't going on that track no. it'd be stupid for me to go on that track yeah. you know like it looks cool and it's sick singer yeah but you know your ability not many people want to know their ability no, though no people go oh I'm, I'm fucking I can ride a dirt bike and, yeah. and then they hit it anyway and yeah. you're like click yeah, third you're on the wall it. jump yeah like I said yeah. go to the fucking sat yeah. and you're all over then old mate who did handstands after one of the, the <laughs> off actually the my mate I think I don't know if it was the weekend you were out there, but my mate Steve separated his shoulder out there. Yeah, someone else. There's, there's Cart, four. He cartwheeled the... I didn't even know until the other day. Cartwheeled the second table or the third table? Third table. Yeah, that was old mate. He's doing handstands all the way yeah, through to the burn. That, that yeah. was my mate Steve. I didn't even know. Like, yeah, he Lee at, told me about it. And I was like, yeah. what the fuck? And then I was messaging he him. Was he was on like, the ground for a yeah. good half hour. He's got the same shoulder as me now. <laughs> Clicky <laughs> shoulder. Head out of his shoulder. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there was that one. And there was another dude over jumped the, the step up. 
and then some old home. Yeah, I don't know if you got that step up, like the ma- the main one. You yeah, remember that it used to be the main step. Up, I, I OJ'd guess. it on the weekend as yeah, well. Yeah, Warrell OJ'd time. it the first time he went out. He's like, dude, I went so long on that thing. Yeah. He came back and checked his tire and his wheel and spokes. Yeah. So I don't know what's like. That used to be a fast step up. It's still like fast, but it's I don't know. Like, it, but the problem with well any track, I guess, is you go out in the morning. The up ramps are a bit slippery, so yeah, you yeah. fucking give it all the beans. Yeah, you give it two hours, and it was windy on the weekend. Windy so on Saturdays. Holy fuck! Yeah, that Speaking was. Speaking of up ramp tack, dude, that I've never jumped that fucking step up as slow as I have, and landed as far as I've ever landed. Dude, I was over jumping that step up on yeah, the two fifty. You, you never over jump. <laughs> I don't over jump anything. Nah. I was over jumping that. Yeah, that was wild. I couldn't get. I yeah, that first time I OJ'd it, I hit that fast. Super fast. Super fast and scrubbed it like I normally would and went, oh, fuck. This is going to hurt. That t- next table is getting up real, real, quick. real big. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was wild. Yeah. I, Boydie's for me, I know we've, you know, Boydie's a, a, a really close friend of ours and yours and whatever. And he's, you know, love I, him. I but, really like him to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> just jokes, Boydie. <laughs> <laughs> we just go out there for the fun. Anyway. Uh, we go out there for the conversation. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, but I don't know. Boydies has this track has this blend. Like it always makes me feel uncomfortable, right? But that's the best part about it. But it's not an an holy shit. I just can't jump this stuff. Uncomfortable. It's a. I'm always a better rider for it. Mm. Like it always it is is always every time. Yeah, something. It, the track teaches you something every time. The jumps aren't. They're big enough, but they're not massive. Do you know what I mean? They're not huge, big booters. Mm. And I think that sort of has. That's what a public track. Essentially, yeah, the, is, this is, the, this is the, the great public track debate because then, you know, dudes will go out there and you get used to it. Yes. And then you go, oh, fuck, you should like, put an extra sort of 10 feet on that. That'd be sick. Yeah. And then, all right, cool, we'll do that. Then yeah. homie comes out who's never ridden it and because can't get fuck, it. fuck, that's this too big. big. Yeah. You no, know? I get it. I like, totally get it. Fucking, and as a track owner at the same time, you... Boydie puts his heart and soul into that place yeah, every you got to try and... It's all, well, it's, again, it's like you can't please everybody. No. 100% you can't. You have and to Boydie appeal, would appeal lack, to the majority. Boydie would lack numbers. Sorry to cut you off. Boydie would lack numbers because he doesn't have a vet type yeah, set up out there. Yeah, we've had that conversation Yeah, and, and that would hurt his his yeah. numbers because you would, you would get that ride park vet crowd going there you know the guys that don't want to get off the seat the guys that are on but that's also where you get the dudes that go on the main track and they're dangerous yeah and then they they're not they're not trying to be dangerous no they're just well out of their zone they're just out of their zone but they don't want to ride something that's not doesn't cater to them but then you go it's like you know you're a little anthill to a fucking mountain yeah and well I don't want to ride the anthill because it sucks so I'm going to attempt to ride the mountain and then that's when shit gets real Good. and you get dudes that fucking cross jump or swap or pull off the track in weird places. Boydies has a bad, sorry Boydies, not a bad, I think it's probably the wrong thing, I'm not criticising the track, but there's a bad culture. We're not, I think we have our points where you can pull off the track because we do session the track in different areas, mm. but there are guys, you see them every weekend. The, the, like, where did you, why did you pull off there? Why, yeah, why would you, like, you know what I mean? Like, that's the kind of shit where you sort of go... How do you drive a car? Dude, hunt, like, I've always... People drive how they walk. Just, do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yep. Does that make sense? Yeah. 
like, and it's the same. But moto guys are meant to be good drivers because we're always dealing with situations always faster. On the ball, yeah. yeah, and always checking surroundings and whatnot. All that sort of. But stuff. But I feel like those guys that, like, you know, the guys that don't ride that often that aren't super into moto. Yeah. They don't fucking know. No. But at the same time... They go like, to Boydies, they gas themselves out after half a lap and then wander from like a ping pong ball left yeah, and right over the, the track. Go from the inside of the track to pull off the, the track. track. yeah. Like the other... Like that time that dude fucking jumped across the track and nearly killed Aiden. <laughs> and he, I've never seen Aiden lose his dick and he just was like, pulls up, does a full 180 on the track. If and it's just like, what the fuck? If anyone's <laughs> had their suspension done by Crucian and they deal with Aiden, they would know how pretty... Level headed. Pretty level he yeah. is. That's why we call him dad, because he's always Dude, he he's... was not level headed <laughs> that day. I was just like well, I didn't know what he was doing and then I heard him go, What the fuck? And I was like, Whoa, I wasn't expecting Dad's gonna kill him. Oh man, the dude was a, a bit dirt. of a clown. And <laughs> yeah. then he literally did the same thing the next lap. Uh, but yeah, it's just like they're the kinds of people that you're just like, Man, Really, dude? Do, do, do you do that on the fucking freeway and you can Oh, shit, I missed my exit. Oh. Dude, they do. Just hook 19 lanes and just try to get across. Dude, I saw old mate, I'm not going to get into the, the politics, social politics of this, but old mate in a high ace went, you know where the... <laughs> yeah, I love high ace drivers, right? Because we can do whatever the fuck we want. Driver. So you know when you go to the airport... And yeah. you can either go to Bendigo yeah. or you can go to the airport. Yeah. And if you're on the far left side, you're crossing six lanes oh, to get yeah. to that airport. Homie literally did an indicator. He just... <laughs> little white box just went oh, straight yeah. across. Little tissue box just across <laughs> all the lanes. Yeah. Oh, man. But that was, you know, that's... I don't know. The, yeah. Boydies does have a little bit of a culture where people do just... They either get out of their depth and they it have never, to... It never really used to be like that. Before, before like, I met you and I used to sort of pretty much just go to Boydies all the time because I didn't really know anyone down here. The, most of the people that rode at Boydies were like, a lot of the pros used to go, a lot of the young 250 guys used to be there. Yeah. And there was obviously like the group that we still talk to now. And there wasn't as many ill-informed motocross riders. Let's, let's call think, them that. Are they getting more? Are we getting more of those guys? But, I, but maybe it's because of, you know, like when COVID happened and everybody went, oh, cool, I need a hobby now because we've been locked up yeah. for 400,000 years. Government's giving me bulk biscuits. And yeah, and bike. people have gone outside and gone, well, fuck, maybe I'll get into dirt bikes now, which is unreal. But yeah, then you do get that demographic of people who don't, I guess it would. Uh, I was going to say, I guess it would be kind of like us going out in the bush and riding because we wouldn't know where the fuck we're going. I'd get lost. Yeah, I'd, I'd probably. We'd die. I'd be coming around the corner and get taken out by a fucking patrol or something because yeah. I would be on the wrong side of the road or some shit like that. Maybe we're the derps when we, we go would out be there. on a current affair. Uh, we'd be lost. They'd be you. <laughs> Steph would be moving on. My lovely wife. Flight helicopter coming <laughs> yeah. out of the bush because we're just. <laughs> be on the Channel 9 advert yeah. for the news. <laughs> I was swinging down the oh, bottom man. of the air flight. But, yeah, I don't know. Like, But, I mean, the 80s, like, okay, let's really tone us back. If you look at Big Russ, my darling father, he he wrote in the 80s. Super 80s, right? <laughs> super 80s. Super 80s. Not even just the 80s, super 80s. Big Russ, is, he's still there. The hair matches, Well, now I know everything. where you get this shit from. <laughs> yeah, I'm a generation yeah, after. You're the, you're the one after. <laughs> yeah. Um, they had like bulk land. Like they would go to a place called Red Banks, which is in Borough. It already sounds shit out. Oh, dude. It, look, one day if I can... Sorry, whoever lives in Red... Where'd you say? Red Banks. Red Banks. Or Borough. Borough. Red Borough. Yeah. Red Borough. Wheel Borough. Borough Banks. <laughs> but like they... And I will ride there once. I have to break in and do it illegally, whatever. Because it's now Crown <laughs> Land. Um, 
But they would go camping and there was just bulk land. People got hurt out there because there was like cliffs that looked like horizons and... You just send it. You just send it. like, oh, I wonder what's on the other side. Riding ATC trikes and stuff like that, you know, running yourself over. But there was bulk land, Mm. whereas now there isn't that bulk land. So these guys that were having a renaissance of dirt bikes, you know, they're coming back into fashion like Mm. they were in the 80s. People have gone out and bought them. They're not going out to farm lands where they can just literally figure out what a dirt bike does. Mm. They're going to Boydies. They're going to Ride Park but where it's it's a skill set. You have to be have a skill set to, to get around those tracks yeah, to start sure. with. But I think the other thing that probably would play against Boydie would be he's got a fucking motocross track in the city. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I Even when, like, when me and Andy rolled in, he's like, dude, how the fuck is this in the city? It, it, you're not... It's in the city. It's in the suburbs. It's it's out of... It's, but it's, it's in the suburbs. It's, in it's a, a fucking McDonald's 10 seconds down the road. And that's great. I love the yeah, fact that there's a McDonald's right it. there. But that's what I mean. Like, homie yeah, but that lives down the street a... <laughs> goes, oh, do I drive to the bush and ride my fucking WR450 from 1990, my... <laughs> which is how many hours away? Or do I just fucking ride the thing straight to Boydies, pay the money and ride? And that's a, it's an interesting part of the world where Boydie's track is. I'm not going to get into <laughs> question mark. <laughs> but like, it's, it's, you get all sorts out there. Oh, right? yeah. you, you get you all do. sorts out there. hundred you do. And I think, you know, I know there's, there's was land talk out there and what he's getting, what he's not getting. It's well, been talked for forever. If he had the ability to do a vet track and he's got some pretty cool ideas, like we've obviously spoken to him about it, you know, what he wants to do, he would probably be, because no one wants to drive. I'm sick of driving two hours to go to a dirt bike track. I know that's motorcycling. Yeah, get over it, whatever. I get it, right? You just hate it because you don't want to drive your high ass. When you're in my car, you're like, fuck yeah, let's go nine hours. Like, yeah, we'll get let's go pa- to Sydney. Like a passenger princess over <laughs> Yeah, here. absolutely. My yeah. high ass, like, it's bad. <laughs> um, we need to sh- shake the Steph tree and get it, get your transit. Yeah, I think so. Or take the two and a half inch lowering blocks out of the high ass. But yeah, I, you know, like... It is cool that it is that close. Do you know what I mean? And, yeah. and we've been, we sort of spoke about it. We went to Turalgan last weekend or the weekend before, sorry. And that was sick. Like we're going to try and start getting around. Because it's very easy to get into the Park 4 Ride Park mm. zone. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And as Dan, I love your track. As it, Cruisix is amazing, but it is like, it's a, it's not just down the road. See, for me, I don't find Cruisix to be far. Really? I, I can happily drive to Cruisix, no problem. Two, a, two hours for me is not... I just fucking drove from Queensland to Melbourne. Like, yeah, but you're an idiot. But that's what they I They mean, invented like, planes for a reason, yeah, do you know what I mean? Yeah, but take my dirt bike. I'm sure you know someone... And my dad's someone, fucking KH on a plane. I can give you the... I, we've got a really good transport dude. Goes from Queensland to Adelaide. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I, I'm not, not about the, it. The, the drive thing... I've been... Driving long distance since I was a fucking kid. So yeah, it doesn't, I it doesn't bother hate me. driving. I really don't care. And I don't mind it. I can just zone out and do whatever. Yeah. And be on my phone the whole way. <laughs> and try not to get... Well, you've got GST in your point structure from what we gather. Well, I don't know. I haven't checked it again. I would. If I check it again, <laughs> I'll, I'll be like, If you don't, out of sight, out of mind. Out of mind. Exactly yeah, right. So if I go on big roads, it'll be like, no, nah, you've got no points left. Yeah. If I don't, I'm fucking sweet. It's kind of like the top end on the CR. <laughs> At the moment, it runs. Just don't worry about don't it. Don't worry about it. It still runs. Put a blanket over I haven't started it, it, so it's technically a running motorcycle. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it is interesting, that whole track debate. You know, there's a lot of stuff. I think, like I said, motocross is changing. It's getting bigger. It's getting faster. And I guess it's just well, a matter yeah, there's of... There's a lot of variables that go into all of it, I guess. Yeah, pretty much. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, the safe track thing and the not safe track thing. It's an unsafe sport. 
That's exactly right. You're vulnerable you no matter the, what you, you sign do. the paper, you could end up in sick bay. That's yeah. just the way it Growing is. Growing bubbles for the rest of your life. Yeah. It's up to you. That's just the way it is. It's just it's the nature of it. So anyway, um workshop stuff. We've got a fair bit going on out there at the moment. Fuck I wouldn't know I haven't been in there. Oh man. I don't I don't know what it is. The resto stuff is still going strong, which is, is super cool. Um, good, for, good for the pockets. Well good for if, the if people would pay their bills. Yeah, that'd be that'd sick, be please. That'd be great. Not gonna mention any names publicly, but that's all right. Um just remember if you don't pay your bills, your bike doesn't get worked on. And it ends up in my house. <laughs> it's as simple as it that. It ends up in my spare room. <laughs> yeah. Um no, that's sort of go. We're working <laughs> my cat sits on it. <laughs> <laughs> We're working on the um, the Mako at the moment. That's been how long have we had that for a while? Eh? Yeah, let's Did not make... let, let's not speak about how long. Oh, okay. We I had the phone. I had that polite phone call from the owner of it saying, "Hey, how's my how's the Mako going?" I'm like, "Yeah." Oh, so it was, okay. it, yeah, yeah. It's um no, he's cool. Like we we know we've sort of put a lot of time and effort. We got a lot. Of, he's got the banshee. He had to split five like <laughs> and the cat sits on it. <laughs> we've got um we got the split fire bike there that we did for him as well, which was super cool. Yeah. But those Makos, man, you look at some of those, like we did this 86, 500 and that, from a technology point of view, like, holy godfather. And this thing's even back again. Like, this is 83. Like, that three years is huge. It's like, that... well before my moto knowledge. Oh, like... Dude, the spring. I'd take a fucking oh. Aiden's place to get us. They've got this massive big pod Did you get it, you got it on? Yeah, dude. Like that. What the fuck? Put this big massive sandwich bottle jack thing and just what? and you're like oh can you and Andy just swing off this for yeah, me yeah just, hold, just pull the spring yeah. down I'll put this little clip in no worries <laughs> me and Andy weigh about 87 kilos combined <laughs> <laughs> but I'm like who who in the 80s thought oh, yes we need this much spring that thing would yeah that's fucking you're going over the bar the bike could be the bike could be heavy right dude it's an egg it, there's nothing over the back of it what's over the back of it yeah true half a bit of foam seat and some plastic there's yeah. not like Man, batteries I, I and wiring. I remember and stuff. when I got uh, the, I think it was a hundred and hundred and eighty pound rear shock for my one ten. Why? Because I didn't fucking know, and I don't, I'm in Australia, and pounds to me makes no sense. So I just like grabbed this shock, thinking it would be right. Just get Put a bit of in, stick. Just get a bit of like rod. Fuck yeah, it was like holes a welded bit of rod. Dude, sick wheel stands, man. Dude, no, it was stick. bad. Oh, because it wouldn't. It wouldn't, wouldn't, sat, pop it wouldn't up. sit down. Like you just do burnouts. I was about to say stand up, stand up it donuts. Was fucking horrible. But yeah, that same sort of thing. Like on the Mako, I reckon it, it would it get. It wouldn't get any traction, would it? Oh, it's a four ninety Mako air cooled <laughs> monster. But I don't know, like with a wrought iron spring. Yeah. It's like just a piece of it's strap of, bar that's been turned into a spring. It's out of like I don't know, what's the that age? Stone? <laughs> <The snark. laughs> the fucking what's the, t- the industrial t- t- age is 19 like, AD or whatever yeah, the fuck it is. It's like something out of they probably made it when they did the Titanic. Like shit, let's just bump out some Mako coils oh, here while we've got no. the furnace on. Um, I think it's to do with the motion ratio and the linkages. Like, I reckon it's there's something that has to soften that out because that's huge. It yeah. is massive. Yeah, that spring's fucking wild. <laughs> and it's got no front end. It's drum brake front rear. So who's stopping this thing? Is who's that, turning is this thing? Is going to ride it? No, I don't. I think he'll probably take it for a quick burn up and down. He's got quite a bit of property. Um, is it... It's old mate with the Impaki, right? No, no, no. It's... um, um He lives in Geelong. He owns uh, Scope. Who's the? Uh, he does a lot of like soil moving and that sort of stuff. All right, I, I haven't met him ever. No, no, you haven't met him. Um, no, he's he's more of a he's a 
a collector. He's a connoisseur. Yeah, I'm and and connoisseur. he's he's got I'm the. A collector. You're an idiot. <laughs> you're not a collector. You're a fucking idiot. <laughs> let's let's invest all our money in depreciating Wait, assets. Any up. any ladies listening? There's, he doesn't have anything I invested. Have no it's money. all it's all in the living I have room. No money in a fucking weird cat. <laughs> yeah, the possum cat. Yeah, that's it. Yep. Um, what are you doing with your shit boxes anyway? You're gonna ride any My of cat. these things? <laughs> what are you doing with that shit box cat? cat? Uh, I, I want to ride the YZ this weekend. I'm gonna get that water pump sealed for you, don't I? Yep. Um, I think I'm gonna burn the. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I'm gonna fucking. <laughs> pack the gasser up for a bit because I, I think I want to powder coat the frame okay, so why don't we frame it yeah, do I something cool I, I want to because that, that kit that I designed the grey and white one I yeah. think I want to run that on it so I need to do the frame because the frame's red yeah but we've got to get that thing to undo the yeah, I'll order one. fucking stupid radiator shit hose thing majigger. I'll order one they're not expensive no, they're anymore like 20 bucks or yeah, something, they're like common yeah. KTM have gone here you go you the peasants can have yeah, them everyone now. else can just make <laughs> yeah, them yeah out. yeah yeah, so I think I want to do that with that, and it needs a good service anyway. It sort of had the balls written out of it for like two seasons and now. And it's all been sand, that poor yeah. thing. Um, are you going to get it onto actual, like, hard, like, are you going to take it to Boydies or Ride Park and actually ride it on a different track, or are you just going to literally sand abuse it for its entire know, life? I kind of don't like riding two strokes unless it's sandy and loamy. Yeah, there's a bit of a safety net. Sand, as much as people, people who don't know how to ride sand hate sand, but if you can get your head around sand, it's a safety net. It yeah. makes everything easier it's to run. It's super fun. It is. But That's why I want to go to Cruzix because, you know, on oh, that yeah, 450, you're a big 450 on the big 450 out. life. On that fucking big booger. Went from what? <laughs> big green booger. Can Went we get graphics for that to say the booger? <laughs> Put that up. Ghostbusters. Ghost, Ghost booger. Oh, man. Yeah, I've gone from 96. I've actually traded myself all the way up. So I, you know how I called you a gymnast the other day because you're a fucking back flipper. So, do you remember all of the previous conversations leading up to you now owning a four fifty? Yes, yes, I you, do. You remember all yes. of them. Yes. For, for everybody that doesn't know, <laughs> I'm going to remind Kane again, and everybody can know the story. So when I met Kane, he had no fucking interest in buying a four stroke at, at all. At not, all, not one, not bit. one little fucking hint of it wouldn't even didn't even want to ride mine didn't want to know nothing about it what i didn't know i wasn't missing does that make sense so all right cool not and then also didn't really have any interest in buying a modern two-stroke either like still was stuck in the dark ages riding his old so he goes and buys a husky 2019 2020 2020 in 2020 current model it was the current model rode that thing had a ball on it, loved it, whatever, whatever. Uh, then goes and buys... Wait, did you buy the 400 first? Or did you buy the RMZ first? No, the, the 400. You, you bought the 400. So 1999 YZ400. So apparently always wanted one. First I'd heard of it. Fucking... Oh, a YZ400 popped they're, up. And they're cool, a, right? No, they're, they're cool. Not. They're cool. They are. They're cool if they're someone else's, and you can look at it and appreciate like it. But Dave when you own one, Street. yeah. So <laughs> they they are cool. They are a very iconic it's piece I, of. It, yeah, it's, it's, it's iconic. super iconic. It's you're super not iconic. on the bike. You're on without that motorcycle. Fucking all right. So then he buys this. It was buys fine. this YZ400. 
basically fucking does his head in over it, trying to get it running properly. Got it running properly. We restored properly, that restored in a week. to a degree. Took it out to Cruzix. Fucking revved to the moon for something. I think the slide was backwards or something. Yeah, we no, we, no, we got it going because you can put the slide in back. There's all sorts of shit you can do to Weird buck shit them that up. shouldn't happen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We but got it going. Anyway, got it going. Bought the fucking YZ400. Yep, whatever. Then goes... This four-stroke thing's pretty this good. This four-stroke <laughs> thing's pretty sweet. I want to buy a 250F. I'm like, what do you want to buy? I want to buy an RMZ. <laughs> like, what the fuck, man? So, Dude, they look good. The, they're they're the best-looking yes, motorcycle on the, in the world. Numerous times. Yes, they are great. Everybody rags on them. I was there before Kenny was. <laughs> This is your claim to fame. This is it. Sells, sorry, sells the 400. To the only other human being. To the only being. other person on the entire <laughs> side of this world. I would buy that back. If that came back oh, up for sale, I would re, recollect that motorcycle. Anyway, buys an RMZ 250 with... 400. Fucking 9 million hours for $4 billion. Yeah, I, I sort of went left and right on that one. I didn't go... That wasn't... The last purchase was way better than it's that because purchase. it was a... I want this, I want this, I want this, I want it now, I want it now. This is the only one for sale. Dude knew it was the only one for sale. And knew that he was the only one on the planet that wanted one. And hardly... Did he even budge on the price? No. Did not budge on the price. I drove an hour and a half. Drove an hour and a half. Gets this thing... With the shittest foot pegs in the fucking world. Those pro taper. Do anybody rounder. don't buy pro taper rounded fucking foot, foot pegs. pegs. They're, They're no good. Well, his were anyway, because they were fucked. Anyway, so he buys the RMZ. Mind you, I'm never going to own a modern four stroke ever. I'm never going to ride four strokes. Then he bought a fucking KX450 yesterday. Think after selling his fucking Husky. The thing is, looks good though. I rode Junior's 450. I'm like, I gotta see what this because I'm not a. It's no secret I'm not a competent rider. I, I can get around. No, you can ride, but I'm just not an aggressive rider. Yeah, you're and, not. You're not. You don't ride a 250 the way that they're meant, meant to be, to be ridden. I can't get the best out of you it. You don't like revving the bike. No, because I'm a mechanic. Well, no. There's, so there's. I understand. There's like a safety net in regards to revving the shit out of a bike. Like when I want to throw a big whip or something I will run in a taller gear yeah. most of the time but yeah like to get the power out of the 250 you've, you've got to rev it yeah. in the fucking top of the rev range yeah they're kind of like a two not a like a two stroke but you've got to keep them on the pipe you've got to keep them on the you've pipe you've got to keep yeah, them because the minute you ditch that gear and you're in the wrong fucking spot yeah so whereas i rode junior's gas gas we took it out to the grass track and had a ride of it It it's the first time i'd ever i didn't even grow up on 252 strokes i've always been 125s so it was the first time Yeah, you wouldn't even ride my 450 you wouldn't didn't even want to know about riding my 450 no there's this huge fear not fear it's like this huge intimidation that comes from a 450 power yeah I rode this gas gas and I was I couldn't believe how linear it was, how easy it was. If you're not an idiot and you don't just give it a huge big fistful out of a corner, if you come on and actually ride it properly, mm. it just pulls through nicely. You just you gotta realise that when you accelerate the engine inertia wants to stand you up. So you gotta have some strength well, to sort yeah, of keep and it's it the over. Torque as well, like yeah. The torque of the bike. If you aren't gripping, it wants to send you to the back of the bike, which essentially makes the front stand up. Yeah, so realistically what you gotta do is ride it properly. Yeah. And you'll be fine. Yeah. You know, right with common sense. come out of a corner and fucking bang the throttle straight down and no. expect it not to do some crazy shit. Because it's going to get 
fucking it's gonna walk, get walk, walk real yeah. quick. I Jumping's think, my biggest thing with this thing. I've got to be like, okay, cool. Let's just really you, figure it I out. I think for the first couple of times, you're going to be fucking air, boner wheelie, Bernie wheelie, boner airs and shit like that because yeah. they have that torque off the lip which will send you to the back of the bike which yeah. will essentially make the front stand up again. Yeah. And that's just... Yeah, unless you're over the front of the bike, that's what's going to happen. And that's just a thing. And it's probably not going to be a bad thing for me to get my head more around jumping because that's definitely a, like a, a thing for me. It's like, cool, let's figure it out. Like last weekend, let's literally just jump. Don't worry about corners, just line them up mm-hmm. and just keep going well, until you can sort of figure it out. F- come to the, you're coming up to lip, it's just like... Brrr, yeah, you're not, and you're not doing... Blah, 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 right. You're not clicking you have to get to the like, bottom and fucking... Bro, blah, blah, otherwise no. you'll probably backflip it or go to the moon. Yeah, exactly right. So it, it's one of those things, but it's going to be good. It'll be, be interesting to see... Cruise X is going to be a good entry into... Well, you're also not going to get the full torque of the motor because no, you're in the sand. losing so it in the sand. You should be sweet. Yeah, no, nah, it'll be okay. I'm actually... Like, I've... I've Do you uh, miss 450 life? No. Not really? No. Because you're on a 350, aren't you? Yeah, I don't really. It doesn't... Well, I mean, it doesn't really bother me either way, but after riding uh, Maddie's 450, Kato... And the way that it's so different. The motor's so different to my bike. Aggressive? Actually, Yours is no, aggressive. Mine's aggressive as fuck. His and you is, put that Acro on it, they yeah. wait right but up. But his is real, I don't know, it's, it's mellow and then it's not. So Whereas it's, mine's just angry all the all time. The time. Yeah, okay. I, like I kind of like it like that because yeah. it, the 450, I, like obviously down low, it doesn't have that, it doesn't get squirrely, but then it goes from that point where it just wants to, Eat. Yeah, and just, then you're going fast, and it wants to eat. Whereas mine's just like you twist the throttle, and it's it's like a, a fucking juiced up two fifty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So three fifties live in a good space. If I had the money, I'd probably would have had a look. But you I didn't, wouldn't like it though. You don't because you got to rev it. You yeah, still got to rev it. Go. Like I rev the fuck out of mine. Yeah. See, I don't have. No, uh, you would still not enjoy it. Like, cause yeah, it's a lot less I feel like the power on my 350 is a lot less linear than what that power on that 450 is going to be and that's just me saying because I haven't ever ridden I've never ridden a Cowie I feel like the cow like from what we were saying earlier from everyone excuse me blah, 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 blah. from what everyone has said the Cowies are super straight out of the box yeah. super linear yeah, super yeah, yeah. like every man sort of comfortable yeah. sort of bikes are right and that's probably why they got best 450 of the year yeah. like a few years <laughs> in a row on that chassis that's what I said to you about like a guy that I used to talk to, he had one and he, I wouldn't necessarily say he's a great rider and he bought one and said that it was easy, fine. He felt completely comfortable on it. Yeah. So, you know, for someone who's not a, and he was the same, was scared of a 450 and hated riding a 250 in the top of the revs, didn't want to rev it. Yeah. And yeah, like he was quite a sort of stocky dude and did not rev a 250 when you're a stocky dude. It just doesn't work. Look, I'm 90 kilos, but I'm 6'3 or 6'2, yeah. whatever it is. So I'm quite, I'm thin, but I'm tall. So yeah. I still have weight. And I'm definitely not fighting weight for a 250. No. You know what I mean? No, I'm like probably you're, perfect, perfect You're fighting weight. weight for a 250, yeah, for like sure. Yeah, I'm perfect for a 250, but yeah. I, do not, I don't like riding them. No, and look, that's the thing. Like, it's been a good transition. And look, it is, yeah, Garage 11 has gone through a, a huge big, not a huge big, but it, it is... You know, when we started the business, we were diehard two-stroke, but business is business. we got to make money, and there's there's only limited sort of, you know, money in, in the two-stroke realm. So it is good to sort of branch move, out. branch out and have more experiences and stuff like that. However, if anyone is interested in doing valve clearances for me, I'm not interested <laughs> in doing clearances. Uh, yeah, I think... Maintenance-wise, those four-strokes, are, they are a nightmare. Oh, let's yeah. let's put it let's yeah. a spade is a spade you know yeah. what i mean they're, yeah. they're shit and especially who was i talking to 
It's like that cowie we did the other oh, day. I was talking to Tom Carroll at um, Ride Park on Sunday about like how convenient the electrical system is, but it's also not convenient because yeah. if something goes wrong, it's not like just a, oh, just pull that out and clean that and it's yeah. good to go. Like no. once something fails, it fails. Oh, dude. And you've got to buy a new one. And you've got to diagnose it as well. Like yeah, they're not right. a complex wiring system, but if you're used to car, on a, and let's say you're not a car person, right? I've lived in the car world and diagnosing complex electrical systems. So you get a workflow together, but if you're a dirt bike guy and you've come from carbs and all of a sudden this EFI electric start thing just doesn't start. Yeah. Where do, what, well, it's not even that. Like it's just, if you're a guy that rides a dirt bike and you don't really know mechanical stuff at all. Or if you hit the ground. Like, a lot of people, times. well that, yeah. a lot of people don't even, you know, don't even know how to service a bike. Imagine like not knowing how to do your oil or not knowing how to change an oil filter or whatever and then you go out of the track and you press your button and nothing happens. I guess that's real. And then you're that's like, a real foreign concept for you and I because we are mechanically minded. I, you know, I've been yeah. mechanic my whole life. You know, so you, it's just that's like the that like sort of mechanical aptitude is second nature. Yeah. But you got to, yeah, you're right. A lot of people don't no. have that. Well, it's like people who drive a car. Like when the car fucking does some shit and it stops, they go, car's oh, fucked. That's, get a new one. Like what, what? They don't go, what could it be? They go, I've got to take it to the fucking mechanic. I think that's a generational thing now because, you know, carby bikes, carby cars used to just pop the bonnet and guys used to, or your girls, whatever. Yeah, you like, never see, like, on the side of the road, someone with their bonnet now. It's literally no. just the hazards on. Yeah. And they call just waiting for God. Roadside assistance. <laughs> yeah. 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 And then old Vic Rhodes shunt truck comes and just push, <laughs> pushes you, you out the, the street. <laughs> Punts you off the street. But yeah, no, it is interesting. And the one thing I am super grateful about this 450 is an electric star. I'm, I'm, I'm there, right? I'm there. I'm I'm on the train. The old gymnast is back. On I'm the on the train. On the ground again. You know what really killed me though? That set of Tech Tens that was really in perfectly good working order. That's now completely. But was schmutz. that from the RMZ kicking it, or was it from that fucking? Oh yeah, I was gonna say, was it from the 500? The 500 ended it, but the RMZ had nibbled at it yeah. perpetually and yeah. just tore the inside of it like open. A rat with a piece of cheese. Yeah, just. But now that 500 completely finished it off yeah, yeah that was bad just two strokes fuck your boots in general they do every set of boots i have are fucking melted on the right side from the pipe because you're holding on with your legs your little boy no, legs. when you put the leg up the fucking turn put your leg up higher then tip it in know. harder boots are too heavy <laughs> <laughs> gotta get that leg on the front Why guard you buy new boots all the time i keep melting the fucking oh things oh my god no you just alpine stars just releases another weirdo color and you buy them yeah that's true there's one... Sorry, Boyd. I feel like we're ragging on Boydie a fair bit here. <laughs> it's only because I love him. He doesn't listen to us anyway. No, no. Not many people do. too busy do. wrangling 14 kids. kids yeah. <laughs> and staying, staying out of Gateless way. <laughs> yep. Those goldy limited edition boots. I just He was wearing them on the weekend. I couldn't do oh, it. Oh, the brown? Yeah, ones. I can't. Yeah. Sorry, guys. I love Alpine Stars. Love you to bits. SJ, great. But I couldn't do them. I'm not about that one. No, they, they didn't hit it for me. The Daytonas look good. Um, I think that's the next new boot money. Dude, I honestly reckon, I know that you probably you don't like them, but I honestly reckon the lasers are better, right? In person, they're fucking sick. I just need something a little more neutral than a laser. Do you know what I mean? Like, I I need something. I'm a white Tech 8 guy, so I'm literally coming out of my shell here with the Daytonas. They're still a white base, and they have some cool shit. Yeah, I suppose so. Like, what am I going to, like... Put a set of gear on and, like... Have you seen your fucking helmet? It doesn't go with anything. It's a helmet. It's not meant to. <laughs> Oh, we've had this conversation. Helmets no, are meant to be is, your identity. This is your take on helmets. This is how it's meant to be. This helmets are take. meant to be what you are. Okay. Do you know what I mean? That's like an individual thing. You're not meant to match. Then you just look like a stormtrooper. 
Yeah, I like that. You're you're the little storm. Yeah, I like. I want to. I want to be like a little blue Smurf or like a little red Smurf or like a little red Power Ranger or something. You're an but idiot. If I buy a new helmet to match all my gear sets, then that's another thousand dollars on top of the thousand dollars that is spent on boots. I have two and a half grand worth of gear on in one time. If Alpine Stars could keep please releasing limited edition no. stuff. You're eventually going to be out of money. Oh, fuck. I'm out of money now. Yeah, it's because you keep buying limited edition shit. Nah. How many tans you got? Tans? Yeah. 12? Yeah, so you are... I had this conversation with Andy the other day as well. The problem is... There is no problem. You are the problem. Fuck off. (laughs) I get fixated on one thing and then I have to have every version of that That thing because I only like that thing. That was one of the first conversations you and I had. Yeah. And right. it's like, ooh, pretty color. And then I'll ch- go and look at that. It's like if a butterfly flies past me, I'm like, ooh, look at that, pink butterfly. And I'll watch it fly away. For, ooh, ADD. Yeah. Off with the fairies. Yeah. And they're like, oh, where are you? Oh, road. fucking follow the butterfly <laughs> yeah. down the street. Yeah. You're about to get hit by a truck <laughs> <laughs> on the M1. Yeah, that's the problem. And then, I, yeah, like I said, I buy the, oh, that gear set fits me real good. Oh, how many different versions of colors do they have? Seven. All right, I better buy all of them. See, I just, I'm, my gear sets are set and forget. They've already been made. I'm just waiting for them to come back oh, out again. Man. How's Vision going? What's going on there? You getting a fair bit of traction? Are you sort of pushing well, that? Where are we at? I know mean, it's early days. It's sort of at the point now where I was going to keep it as quiet as I could. Until no point keeping it quiet. No, everybody Get it knows happening. now. Get it happening. So for anybody that doesn't know and follows the page Vision... <clears throat> Sorry, I just swallowed it. Vision underscore concepts? Vision underscore, underscore concepts on Instagram. That's that's me. Um, uh just started it basically i've i've just had an investor um put some money towards buying me some stuff he's super passionate about the sport as well which is really cool um so yeah basically vision concepts is going to be a a dirt bike graphics company like based on dirt bike graphics um it will obviously have merch and stuff like that eventually coming sort of lifestyle brand stuff yeah um and may eventually, depending on how everything goes, um, sort of trail off into like PPF and car wrapping and stuff like that. Yeah. I don't want to do that personally myself. Like I don't want to wrap no, the stuff. There's no there's dirt bike people you don't want to put around. No, um, but that's obviously you know another avenue that I can explore. Yeah. Um, so yeah, the the business is new. very 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 new. It's in its its infant stages. Um, a couple of you guys might have seen. The designs and stuff that I put up, my bike's obviously got Vision Concepts main graphic on it and whatnot. Um, done some graphics for Young Gozo with like a carbon base, which is kind of cool. Yeah. I uh, just gave Maddie V's Mrs. Michaela. Uh, they look really good. Her kit looked really good. I like dude, that. It's so bright. Yeah. Um, but it's also not. It's yeah. It's like good balance. Um, so she should have hers on this week. Um, uh, Jake Perry's running. Like, he was throwing down on the weekend. He, dude, I didn't know. Dude, he was he, out. Of, he, he was on it. He was like, oh, I can't whip, man. I feel like I can't whip. And I'm like, what What do you mean? You're like fucking... You know who got whip of the day, though? Who? Our, our compadre. Oh, Gozo. <laughs> Gozo, the whip daddy. Whip daddy. Props to the Gozo. And be, I'm not going to cut it. Like, we'll get back to Vision in a second, but we've got to do it, right? Because he's made a feature in every one of these podcasts. Mr. Lee Calder. Oh, dude. I feel like he's usually a first on the track, last off the track, heaters, motos, all day. He was sessioning with the boys down the back all day. Saturday, 
That was a no moto day we for the We haven't had a jam session like that at Park 4 in months. Fucking ages. A long we used time. to do it every weekend. And it was good to have. So, so I made the call out for a couple of the boys and said, Andy's down from Queensland. We're going to go to Park 4. Um, and it was sick. It Dude, was, I it was I, fucking sick. That's like, like I said, for, for, for me, who's not a competent jumper, they're the best times for me as well because I can get around well, everyone you and stuff. And you learn too. Because that's what I said to Gozo. Like, we were talking about it today. And. I said to him ages ago, I'm like, when you, when you get faster whipping, well, not whipping, but like scrubbing becomes necessity. Like yeah. you, you eventually sort of, you either learn it. It's a byproduct from speed. It is, but you, there's the dudes that sort of don't ever do it and they don't really want to do it. And then you get the dudes that they want to do it and they want to do it and then they get faster and then it just starts to slowly happen. And that's what happened with Gozo on the weekend. He even yeah. said it. He's like, man, I was just like charging stuff. And because I was charging, I had to slow down. I yep. obviously I wasn't going to break, so I had to like sort of scrub it. And homie got little fucking little butt whip, little, little butt whip little going, butt going on. on. And he was super pumped. And like you know, it might not be much, but you got to start somewhere, dude. And that's the thing. Like I'm definitely not there yet, but for for seeing that, it's cool to see that progression. Do you know what I mean? And and, and sort of building up. But it's and it's cool when it's <laughs> your your crew because then it then you go all right. Fuck now, everyone's doing it now. I want to oh, get to that level. Yeah, and we I think. I don't think we we couldn't wish for a better crew. Not to blow smoke up everyone's ass, but our moto crew, oh, yeah. our family is is really tight, yeah. and that's how you know it, it, it's always been. Mm. And we we're very fortunate to have that. It's not. It's just like you said. Everything that's happened with Garage Eleven, Vision, our moto crew, the whole lot has always happened organically. So it's always meant yeah. to be. You don't and force that's, shit. No, and that's the way. It's, the best it's, things happen naturally yeah that's the way it is and everyone sort of comes in like the guys that are like we've had a lot of people come and go from our little crew as well mm. some come and go for family re- whatever else but generally like the ones that are always around that's the the hardcore mm. like center of it you know what i mean but it's, it's chill now too because like you know like everybody knows everybody and now like say for if you went out riding on saturday by yourself there's probably going to be someone that knows our group that Worst case scenario, you know, you might hang out with for, or do a moto with or whatever. Yeah. And you're not just You're not going out because that's what it used to be. Like for me growing up, it was me and my dad. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And then when I rode on my own, it's sort of like, well, this is moto. Moto is just, just you. You don't have friends. You just, yeah. you ride. Yeah, yeah. But it's sort of changed massively yeah. in well, that space. Our, like our crew, well, I feel like, like, you know, the people that we know are very common people. Like everybody that is around us knows a lot of other people. And we, we know a lot of the full diehard moto guys. Yes. Like everybody that is that we know are fucking moto guys. Like yeah. they fucking Forever. eat it, they sleep it, they breathe it, and they're all fucking like good dudes. Yeah. They're not, you know, they haven't got their head shoved up their ass. They're not. Because moto has that, oh, 100%. has that and potential. That's what it's like coming from Sydney. It's very different there. Very clicky, sort very of niche. Very clicky. Yeah. Don't, they, people don't really talk. Well, I don't know if it's different now, but when I was back there, but maybe I wasn't as confident as what I am around other people back then too. But I don't know. You know I didn't I think... really. I didn't really see. Let's call it the camaraderie in the the moto world in yeah. Sydney. Whereas here, everybody seems to be quite welcoming. Everybody's like happy to come up and talk. And then I feel like a lot of us are quite approachable. You know. Yeah, we got all the wanky shit, and we look like we fucking can ride, but. We're yeah, old enough to... We're just dudes that want to hang out. And and we're, we're old enough that we can have cool shit and not be fast. We can get away with oh, it. Dude, I'm well I mean? old enough. Like, it's it's one of those things. Like, it's 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 been... 
Yeah, it's been a cool little vibe. And yeah, like doing those sessions and stuff, like especially Park 4, I think there's a special place with all of us in Park 4. You go there and when you get a good sunny day, it's, mm. it's happening. You're like, cool. Like this is like, it's such a, like I said, it's home base for us, not just from a track point of view, but from a friendship point of view yeah, with yeah. Boyd and everything well, like that. Well, that's where it all started for me down here was at Park 4. Yeah. Because when I moved down here, I'd say probably going on probably six years ago now, like I didn't know... I knew one dude when I moved here and that guy just decided he'd fucking rather shove shit up his nose and turn into someone you don't really want to know than ride dirt bikes and have fun and whatever. So I ended up just going to the tracks, riding by myself. Yeah. Same sort of shit. And I'd ride at Boydie's every weekend. And then I started to get sort of friendly with Boydie because he, we came down two weeks prior to that and like I'd spoken to him and he remembered me and he was like, oh, are you back? And I was like, oh, dude, I live here now. He's like, you were here two weeks ago, man. I'm like, yeah, now I live here. I feel like Boydie remembering something from two weeks ago is, <laughs> is a huge um, thing. But yeah, Boydie's like, was like my home base yeah, yeah. Like, for a long time. And I would only ever ride Boydie's. Yeah. Because I would go to Ride Park and I didn't know anyone there. So I didn't... Ride Park's intimidating but as well. It wasn't as then. crazy back then, but I guess, well, it was because of my ability was a lot less back yeah. then too. But I didn't... Back then, it was like, that's where the... The fast the guys super go. super fast guys yeah. go. And I don't know any of them and I don't... You know, I'm not... Don't want to get in the way. And no, don't, I want to be you, that dude. Yeah. And yeah, and then hanging out with Boydie, hanging out with them, and then it's just fucking exploded. Like, within the six years that I've been here and going there, and the I, I would 100% attribute all the people that I know, all the contacts that I have, all the friendships that I've made started at Park 4. Park 4. 100%. Yeah. Well, you brought me to Park 4 because I was just, I used to just take the 96 and go out to Ride Park, hit the vet track. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? You're like, oh, we did that day, we went to another track in the city and it was. No it was, comment. Was, was, yeah, it was a no comment event. And we literally got in the cars, boots and all, drove to Boydie. I um, think I still have my goggles on. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, I'm going to die out here because I was, I was definitely not confident at that yeah. stage. And I hated it. I was like, yeah, this place is. Sick. Sick. Let's come back in never yeah, again. Yeah, I can't feel my hands, my arms hurt. I was that dude that we're talking about earlier, gassed up, gone left to right yeah, down yeah, the track. Yeah. But now that's like, we've got nowhere else to ride. Like, not from a bad point of view, it's like, okay, Boydies is the safe. Like, I know I can yeah, go like there. And, yeah, I, I can yeah. go there and, and feel comfortable. Yeah, like if I've ridden on a Saturday with the crew or whatever and you've had shit to do, you can still go there on Sunday. Yeah. And you're still 100% going to run into someone you know. Oh, or worst case scenario. You may even run fucking, into Pat. If you're no, really he's lucky. He's a fucking unicorn. He is a unicorn. Uh, Mr. McFillamy, you English bastard. <laughs> Irish. Irish, English. Um, yeah, like, I mean, you're going yeah, to see Boydie there, so you can yeah. always chill with Boydie. 100%. Johnny's probably going to be there at four o'clock when the track's fucked. Yeah, he'll, he'll get there as it's closing. Yeah, as it's yeah. closing. Cigarette in hand. Yeah, <laughs> you know, Murray, Murray will be there. Like, there's always going to be someone, someone to talk to. Yeah. Um, which is, like, really cool. But, yeah, yeah like, going back to the, the vision thing, like, again all the contacts and stuff that I... I it all just links together. It all links together, man. 100% you know? it does. And, yeah, I guess now, obviously, people are working out who it is and... I think people need to 100% know it is. I'd be screaming it from the rooftops. Well, I had... Um, it's funny, because I had uh, MotoKit message me the Legend. other day. good dude. Yeah, and he was like... He was just chatting, and then he was like, oh, so your vision, vision. concepts, and I was like... Yeah, because I still felt kind of weird, you know, because I have a pretty good relationship with a lot of the, 
the graphics guys. And, and it's not, weird because you're in that space now. So you don't want to be that guy that's, yeah, that's taking we, food no, away no, from exactly. others and, and you don't know where you it's, sit. It's been pretty good. Like the, the um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like the reaction from the guys that are in the industry and yeah. are established, they've been unreal. Like to, to be fair, I didn't really want to talk to anybody before for the fear of stepping on toes. Yeah, you're rejecting like, oh, you're now the enemy. Yeah, I didn't didn't want that because I don't want to be that guy. Like, I still want to have the the cool relationship with the graphics guys because what they do is fucking cool as. No, 100%. Um, And Tom Carroll has been unreal. Like, he's helped me out with a bunch of stuff. Um, He is a good dude as well. He's a super nice dude. Um, Got a bunch of kits printed through him. Um, already just sort of to get me off the ground and sort of figure out what I'm going to do and if, you know, printing my own stuff to see if I fuck stuff up just so I know what's going on. Um, do I remember that? Trying to figure out cut lines and shit and trying oh, to do that. Fuck, that was man. wild. But even that, you know, like I've, I've, I can, I've been able to design graphics on my iPad, but it's a whole new world bringing it over to Illustrator. Because with the iPad, you're designing a look. You're designing a concept image. Yeah, Does that make no sense? Yeah, structure it's, behind it. It's not it. a functioning no, thing. No, it's like a, just a, here's a picture. Yeah, overlay some graphics and yeah, make them look... Copy co- that for yeah, me. Whereas yeah. now I've... Now you've got to do the rear guard. You've got to do the... But, you know, like... And people have asked me, like, oh, did... You know, have you done this before or whatever? And I'm like, nah, man, like... I couldn't even draw a fucking straight line. I couldn't even draw a line. I didn't even know what the little icons on Illustrator were six weeks ago. Illustrator, any like I come from a, an, an artistic background in that digital space, mm. and Photoshop day one is like you're like, no, I'm out. Yeah, this this isn't gonna work, dude. We it, don't. It doesn't work. But it, eventually, it just starts and, to click, and all of a sudden, you don't even think about what you're doing yeah. anymore. Yeah, and yeah. that's the crazy thing. That's where it's it's sort of you know like the things that I can do, I can do now. Like I go, all right, well, I know how to do that, so that's easy. But even just today, I was trying to figure something out that was basic as fuck. Oh, you googling and it took me like forty five minutes to yep. figure out this simple thing. And if you don't Google the right language, it's not going to give no, you the it right answer. Wrong shit. Yeah. But yeah, like you know, I've learned how to sort of use that now, and now it's, I've got to branch off into other stuff and learn some other things and whatnot. With, and you also got to learn business too. Got to learn business. Um, but yeah, like it's been again, like I said, with the graphics guys, a lot of them have. I've spoken to a handful of them. And they've been super helpful. Whereas yeah. I thought they were just going to be like... I think you, some of them will be. There's there's probably... I'm not going to mention any names or brands uh, or anything like that. But there, there is... The people that have reached out to me... Are they're the ones you the want ones to deal that, with. Yeah, they, yeah. They've been fucking really good. And they just say, you know, there's, there's pie for everybody. Yeah. You know, and at the same time... Everybody has a different style, the way they design, the way they do things. Like tattoos, man. I know that's that's something you can probably relate to yeah. quite heavily because you are a tattoo artist. Tattoo artist. Um, you know, like. But people will choose not based on the company; they choose based on the style that you do. You know, yeah. and you know, there's companies that are well. It's just like it's like you said before, progression. If you don't keep up with the times, you fall behind. So people don't buy your shit anymore because they go, their designs are fucking boring. They don't change. They don't update their stuff. They don't do this. They don't do that. So then you've obviously got, you know, the, there's the big names in the industry. You're like, you know, you're like your rivals, um, SKDA, Pro Image, fucking those kinds of dudes. And people don't, they don't buy for the name of the company. They'll go on the website because they know the name. Yeah. So you'll be like, oh, who does graphics rival? I'll jump on the website. But if they look at a bunch of stuff on there and there's nothing that grabs their attention because that's not their style. No. Then they move to the next company. And that's what I think everybody 
sort of has to go, well, you know, there's a piece of pie for me because I have this style. And then you can't, not everybody's going to come to you. That's just plain and simple. So there's no point fucking arguing over a bit of pie when there's plenty. And that's exactly right. And, you know, Garage 11 is going through a little bit of that transition as well. You know, we're going into the online part space more than we are the restoration side of it at the moment because obviously we want to, you know, restorations is capped earnings. That's just the honest truth. Yeah. Um, but what, how are we different from anyone else? We have the restoration. So it, it, you've got to, it's that point of difference. You know, it's a style thing. It, yeah. It's creating that brand awareness and that image. And that's what you're going to be going through. And yeah. we'll be going through it together because obviously Vision and Garage 11 will be intertwined quite yeah. heavily. Yeah, yeah. So it's going to be that brand progression for both well, of us and that adjustment. Like you said, you know, you, you have that, the restoration side. At the end of the day, I'll be straight out. Like there's nothing really that is going to set me apart from anybody else <laughs> apart from design stuff. And you know, it's a, not like I have... But that's a big some, thing too. It is, but I mean, it's not like I have a new U-Butte fucking secret weapon that I'm going to yeah. be like... Indestructible graphics and, yeah, or something. it's not a yeah. thing. No. But again, like, you know, people seem to like my bikes and if I base my ideas onto other people's bikes, then, you know... It's 100%. Hopefully we make some money. It is progression, you know, and, and like for me, I don't progress for, personally because I love... I'm so passionate about the 90s and the early 2000s stuff. So I don't I don't feel the need for progression, but I know that from a business point of view, there you is need... To. You have to. You have to. That's why if you go onto the garage11.com, you can buy your DRZ RHK yellow wheel spaces. Mm. We've got them in stock. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Or but would I put them on my bike? No, Probably not necessarily. Not. No. But if you want to buy them, that's cool. Like we've got them because we have to progress and yeah. that's what the business is doing now. Same with you, you know, like push well, I've that. I've got a thing with this... And every, it's the big thing at the moment, the chrome backing, yeah. the this, the that. I personally, I don't like it. No. You know... You've got I to get st- onto it. I still it. have to do it. You've got to get into it. You know, and it doesn't mean that I'm going to put less effort into the design of that style of graphic purely based on the fact that I don't really run it, you know. But again, you've got to keep up with the times. Otherwise How long did glitter behind. last for? It's still a thing at the minute. But Is it? it? But it, apparently it's not like... Not a thing. Big, big. The yeah. chrome thing now and the holographic stuff is like what's massive at the minute. Yeah, kind so, of like teal. Yeah, it comes and goes. Like everything comes, comes and goes. It's a know? fashion thing. That's right. You know, so right. like, yeah, the chrome and holographic stuff right now is everyone's going nuts for it. Yeah, cool. It's, so you got to do it. So you got to do it. You're um, just going to try and do it something different with it. That's the hardest well, thing. I'm actually the... So I've got to kit up the 300 and I've... Just this afternoon, I was like, what the fuck am I going to do with this thing? I've got a pretty fucking cool idea. I just don't know if it's going to work, work. because I have to figure out how to make it work. So it's not necessarily a visual. It's not going to work. It's an execution. Can yeah. I actually do this? Well, or I is can, this no, no, sick? I, I, I can do it, but is it going to come out the way it is in my, my head? Yeah, yeah. Because, that mind's eye. Yeah. yeah. I, I like. It's either going to look like what I want it to look like, or it's going to look like the total opposite thing that I don't really want it to look like, but it's will still look cool. So people will either go, fuck, that looks like a this. And I'll be like, oh, uh, fuck, that's not what it was meant, meant to be. To look like. Or they're going to go, dude, that looks like that. And I'll yeah. be like, fuck yeah. That worked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dude. And that's the thing. Like, I mean, it's, 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 I've said this before and I'll say it again. Nothing will ever be new again. You've right. just got to reinvent. You've got to rehash. You've got to rehash, but just try and do something different yeah. with it. Do you know what I mean? Like, you're not going to come up with a completely groundbreaking design for motor graphics. No. Unless the shape of the bikes completely change again, which is possible. You're really going to struggle to just, do that. I always have always said Yammy's always look the same. Now I know why. Because they're a fucking nightmare to work with. The kit that I did the other day for it. 
Holy shit. The new one, 23? Yeah. But they all have, all Yammies have the similar shroud. Like it's very similar at the top. And it always, they always run the YZ in the exact same spot. That's the only way it'll work. It's the only fucking way it'll yep. work. Probably like the Cowies. You look at that KX yeah, outside. It's exactly the same, same thing. thing. Because they've got that little tiny bit at the top. Yep. And then the big hole down the bottom. Yep. Because the Cowies shroud, like get rid of all the side, like the fact yeah, it's, it's 300 shroud. foot long, <laughs> yeah. which I just realized. And it's got a weird airbox side, but anyway. Yep. Um, it's, it's, it's essentially a very similar shape. Yep. And that's almost a throwback from Twin Spar CR stuff. Remember that, like, yeah, CCRs had that? The old KX shrouds were, like, similar shape. They just didn't have the full big cutout. Yeah. So... I think it's just a... I mean... But again, that's what we're saying. Like, it's all rehashed shit. It's all the same shit. Yeah. Kato aren't doing anything well, different. Well, flannel, flannelette shirt's coming back, man. Are they really? Yeah. Dixon. Hey, Dixon, if you're looking for any sort of promotional stuff. Yeah. Flanny shirts Flanny are coming shirts. back. Well, in Queensland, they are. They're are they? fucking everywhere. Yeah, right. But I don't know whether that was just Ipswich, because it's well backwards, or whether... <laughs> 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 or whether it's an actual thing. They're still wearing old well, photos that are now my becoming dad current. Was saying it. My, like we're at the uh, shops there because I was getting a phone, whatever the fuck it is. And dad looks. <laughs> everybody that hasn't ever seen my dad, he looks like uh, Santa Claus, and call him Big Steve. He's looking around the shops and he goes, "Why the fuck is everyone wearing fucking flannies?" <laughs> <laughs> and I looked around and I was like. Yeah, sick. And then we were standing across from, uh, like, uh, JJ's or Industry or something. All flannels. And we looked in there, and it was all flannels. And we're like, oh, that's why. Those young, pesky kids. fucking JJ's. JJ's, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, man. You know who does do some really cool progressive shit? Heatwave visuals. We've been talking to those guys a fair bit, like, just in general. They... I need some sunnies because <laughs> my pit vipers <laughs> fell apart, just saying. Did they? No. Okay. I just want some sunnies. <laughs> They do some seriously cool stuff, yeah. like going through their product catalogue and stuff like that and having a look at that sort of stuff. And they've been working with peop- like cool people in the industry too, like yeah. Pruddy and Taylor E yeah. and all that kind of shit. They're super like... It's now. It's like the now, Sunny. Yeah. Like and Pit Vipers were the thing yeah. and now Heatwave's like... I think Heatwave's doing a bit... Not taking away from Pit Viper, but I think that whole trashy sort of thing is is like Pit, um, Pit Viper. Heatwave have a really clean cool approach to it like it seems like a little bit more of a different approach I know why to it. you like it though because their shit is very 90s oh 100 like the, the logo and the like uh, the neon yeah neon pink and purpley blue yeah, yeah. I think I bleached my hair white again and get those sunnies happening we're on I'm all over it do your hair like purple or something I was gonna do it green because you got a Cowie. No, no. The, the Garage 11, you banana. Oh, the just, whole, the whole business. Just went, I was like, this guy's got a fuck Cowie now. He's going to do The whole thing. business. I'm going to do mine orange. <laughs> color is green. Yeah, true. <laughs> I was going to do a green stripe through it somewhere. I don't, I don't I don't, know if I can pull it off though. Just get a really good barber to do a, a I married, 11 logo. I married one. Can she do the 11 logo though? I don't know if she'd want to. She'd probably tell me I was an idiot. She does that well, anyway. Dude, it's true. Yeah, she well, she's not. Yeah. Idiot. Maybe I'll do my hair green. The little bit that you've got. You have to dye the top of your head. Paint. I won't be able to use boot polish. I have to use paint. Go to Bunnings and get it tinted. I'll buy some green ink and I'll do yeah. like, like little stripes on your head. See, I'm growing it longer, so when I, I wear a hat quite a bit, it actually it. looks like I've got full oh, hair because I've got the hat on. I thought you meant you were going to grow it longer so you can do a cut. Over. Blow it over the Flip side. the green straight over the top. No, not quite. Well, I think that's probably where we're at for our little 
smack shit talk. Little, little garage like, 11. It was like a nothing podcast. It was, was pretty like, cool though. I think we just sort of talk garbage. Like yeah. literally just talk fucking garbage. I think it's kind of cool though. People generally love it. Yeah. Big thanks to Elf Racing Fuels. Those guys, we always use their products in Maybe our bike. that this weekend. 100%. So that mean I got to go see the fantastic boys at race, boys and girls at Race Fuels? Or do you yeah, have some? Uh, oh, I, I'm no, not, I've got a Jerry full. I ain't putting that in a 450 for the first ride. I'm going to leave that well, well alone. <laughs> that gives extra peepos. We had a, a ride, I'm not going to name names and name and shame, but I had a rider switch over from a, another very big, prominent brand in the off-road motocross industry who tried our Elf and said it was night and day different. So mm-hmm. if that's, like I said, if that's a thing, if you guys are really interested in trying a race fuel and don't want to spend $16.95 a litre, Elf is the go. Is the go. Motel Oils, we always pair up. I know that's probably a little bit of a thing, those two brands, because Elf have their own oils, but we're, we work with Motel and they make a fantastic brand yeah. oil as well. We, we use all their stuff and endorse their stuff quite heavily, so we always use their products. Um, um, don't forget to give us give me a follow at um, Vision Concepts, Vision underscore Concepts on Instagram. Absolutely. Um, event uh, In the coming weeks, we will have the website up and running, which will be uh, visionconcepts.com.au. So once that's launched, I'll obviously put out a, a thing on Instagram to say that it's it's ready it's to happening. rock and we'll be taking web orders and, and you can have a little browse and see what's going on. Getting through the renders and the designs and yep. stuff like that. Yep. But yeah, no, Vision Concepts, definitely smashing it out of the park with that one. It's going to be some cool stuff coming out of out of that that as well. I think you guys have got a really good good thing happening. So that'll be interesting to see. weird ideas. Yeah, you've always been a weirdo though. That's kind of why this works. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. Sort of yeah there you go exactly Pirelli tires big thanks to those guys as well we've been running can I just say on that note um, and this probably obviously sounds bad but I wasn't a big advocate of Pirelli tires to begin with purely because I used to destroy them um, but I've been running a mid hard on the back of the 350 make big difference and have I got a mid soft on the front right you do um, and they've been awesome Dude, like we we put Junior on those Pirellis, and he's on a mid soft front rear on a 450. But he was that was for Hatter before he decided to take a leap over the front of the bike at 400 million kilometers an hour. Yep. Um, and those tires held up, and we yeah we did. I think the thing with Pirellis is is everyone goes for a mid soft because they think soft equals traction. That's not the case, guys. Like you've got to pick your tire for what you're going to be Condition. riding on. Yeah, conditions. If you're going to sand, cool. Your mid soft's going to survive. If you're going to ride park at two in the afternoon, don't put a mid-soft tire on it because no, you're going to blow it up. to bits. So be selective about where you're going to do the majority of your riding. A mid-hard tire has a great deal of feel and traction, even in line with the mid-soft as well. So you could probably go the mid-hard, get a lot, little yeah, bit more longevity. Actually, yeah, I've found it to be quite good. And I rode hard pack at Gap and it was fine. I rode hard pack and obviously sandy stuff at Boydies yep. and then ride park on Sunday. There's no traction it's, issues. It's still, yeah, and it's like, the, obviously the square edge off the front of the knobbies is worn back a bit. That's it. But it's, I've not ripped anything off it. Yeah. There's no side knobbies missing and, you know, we were we were peeling pretty hard on Saturday at Boydies and that's where you'd be expecting your to side blow knobs to, to rip yeah, apart yeah. and they're, they're all, not even cracks. So yeah, right. Pretty good, pretty decent. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Um, Parts, you can get all this stuff at garage11.com. So if you want to head over and support us, we're building that pretty hard at the moment. So head over to the website. We've got some of our own products on there, some billet stuff, some carbon bits and pieces. We're doing a lot of 
older Cowie stuff for the the KHIPC days. We're sort of reproducing a lot of stuff there. So head over to garage11.com. Um, my name's Kane. We've got my sidekick, sidekick Marshall from Vision, <laughs> who has enjoyed this Garage 11 Unplugged. I don't think it'd be quite as good as Nirvana's Unplugged, but we, we definitely... Know, man. We're up there. We've pretty pushed it pretty hard. <laughs> um, all right, guys. Thank you very much. Thanks for hanging out. Um, we'll be back again probably with a full crew next week. We'll get young Gonzo into the racing because he's right across who's taken who, who's overtaken who, who's <laughs> doing <laughs> what. <laughs> yeah, so that'll be good. All right, guys. Thank you very much. See you later. Thank you.